1: You're here. Yeah. I know you're... Are you getting dressed for New Year's right now? What are you What are you wearing? How many outfits do you have picked out? All right. I know some of you were like, yeah, I, I don't do that. I don't drive. I set my intentions inside my home. I'm, I'm a smarter person. I'm not going to be on the road contributing to the mayhem. It doesn't matter where you are or what you're going to be doing. What's important is what's happening right now, and let's turn our attention inwards. Taking an audible breath. We like to do that at the top of the hour of every program. If you're joining us for the first time, don't worry. This is not hard to, to do. What <laughs> you have to do is breathe seriously, and it's free and it feels good. And just notice where your breath is in your body right now. <sighs> yeah, mine's somewhere strangling my rib cage. <laughs> no. I'm breathing. I'm grateful. Yeah, it's not it's not my favorite breath. How about you? Are you are you enjoying a, a nice flow? Are you better on the in breath than the out breath? We don't have to make it mean anything. Just notice. Go ahead and give yourself a gift of your own attention. Maybe even make it an audible sound. Yeah, it's funny, huh? To listen to your breath. I'm I'm actually starting to calm down. My nervous system is actually calming down. Just this one little exercise. Yeah, don't hang up, though. Don't hang up because Eve Hogan's in the house this hour. Yeah, you don't want to just breathe and leave, okay? We don't want that. We don't even want any heavy breathing. We just keep breathing and stay. Oh, yeah, Eve Hogan is back with us. We're super excited. I know it makes a lot of people breathe heavy. Because Eve's so gorgeous, inside and out. Oh, and she's written a new book. If you haven't gotten a copy already, How Eros Can Help You Set Your Intentions, is what we're going to do with her new book, by the way, The the Eros Effect. Um, Yep, She's joining us this hour. We're going to talk with Eve about love, Eros, the metaphor of love, the practical realities of love, and what it means to set a New Year's intention regarding relationships. How do you even do that? I know it's hard to even keep track of your own. How do you do it with a partner? We're going to be talking about that this hour. All right, before we get to that, though, let's do the second piece of our practice together. You know, here's the thing. You feel good after you've done this program because you've done three key pieces of a practice. That's what we do here. Together, we invest in our practice. Even I used to call them the three Ps. Uh, We're just talking about practice here, right? How do you keep a practice going? How do you take all of what's important and actually translate it into the way you move through the world? Well, one of the things we do is we breathe in and out together. You can do that anytime, anywhere. And then we find a portal of gratitude. Yep, not easy. I know some of you may be cringing. Like, oh, I'm so tired of that cliché. Well, let's unpack it for just a minute. It may not be a cliché. Maybe there's something really powerful about finding some gratitude in your life. I know it's true for me. Every day I try to find it, despite how I might be feeling, despite what's happening in my life. Many of us are spinning a million plates. People are ill. We might be struggling ourselves in some way. We're trying to survive. We have relationship issues. On and on. Oh, and let's not forget what's happening in the news and on and on hard to get grateful well one of the things i like to offer you as a portal is who made it possible for you to do what you're doing right now that's my favorite place to start i got a phone close by electronic devices all over the place and i gotta say i know that there are hundreds and thousands of people who had to make that happen never mind the poor guy that has to come into my studio and <laughs> Every so often, and help me even understand what the heck is going on. I don't. I can't tell you from a receiver to a a mixer to a you know. Seriously, I couldn't be more grateful. I couldn't get to you without all those people. How about you? Who makes it possible for you to do what you're doing electronically? How about your food? What you got in your belly? Hundreds, thousands of people, truck drivers, pickers in the valleys. Folks who are making, trying to make non-GMO seeds, I mean, seriously, break it down. Hundreds, thousands, it's crazy. There's an easy reason right there to get grateful. All right, I know you're often running to the races and uh, got a lot to be grateful for. Think about that for a minute while we go down our list of folks who make it possible to do this program. We've got an honorary sponsor these days. We're super happy. OneWorldChildrensFund.org. Check them out online, Uniting People to Improve the Lives of Children Affected by Poverty. That's the global sponsor that we've got on a national level, the National Action Organization, changing the way our culture values women. i got to throw a comma because each other, we want to value each other. Hey, They make this program possible, and 100% of the proceeds goes to programming just like this. And on a local level, we've got the Open Secret Bookstore. Going on 10 years, they've sponsored this program. We're so grateful. Uh, They've got the latest in meditation and revelation. They've got books like Eve Hogan's books sitting on their shelf. Oh, yeah. And uh, you can troll around the bookstore. I don't know about you, but I actually like to go into bookstores. I I like to smell the books. I say this all the time. I like to touch the pages. I like to fondle Eve's books. (laughs) (laughs) To play with books. I don't know. Since I was a kid, I like it. Anyway, check them out online. They've got uh, events happening all week long, every night of the week. And uh, if you're in California, yeah, it's a destination spot. Why not? All right. So you're breathing. You're grateful or trying to get there. And how about this? You're super excited. You get to set your New Year's intention with relationship specialist Eve Hogan, uh, who is world-renowned as a relationship specialist, not to mention she is one of my besties. I love her more than... Sometimes, sometimes I think I love her as much as I love to breathe, which is hard to imagine. I feel so grateful to have her in my life for all these years. and We're sharing her again with you. She keeps coming back because she loves it here. Uh, we're going to find out what she's up to. And we're going to talk about the Eros effect and... Uh, equation. What... I'm sorry? The equation. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep saying it wrong. The Eros effect. That kind projecting. of sounds good, though. The arrow's, <laughs> equation. the arrows' effect is what happens after you compute the arrows' that's equation. That's right. <laughs> here, Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. It's so awesome to be
2: back with you, Marianne. Yeah, I feel you. like I've just rejoined my twin flame. I know. You
1: know, I would like to do this all day long every day. So yeah. soak it up, folks. you got you got an amazing little duo here. We are devoted to helping you attract and create Healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationships, and we're wanting to help you kick off the new year uh, in terms of relationships. So, Eve, let's start a little bit um, by uh, talking. Just for folks, for the few folks who don't know who you are, let's tell them what you're up to, what you do as a relationship specialist, and um, get folks reacquainted with. You. Okay, you do the world? well, I am a
2: relationship specialist or expert, as they say, on Spirituality and Health Magazine's website, so I blog for them with the Real Love blog, and I'm also the podcast show host for Love Well, and I have multiple books on relationships, um, but those relationships, Marianne, are not just relationships with sweethearts. Of course, that's, how it, that's where people's interest point often begins, but... The work that I do just like the work you do is really about helping people create healthy, harmonious relationships with themselves first and foremost as a foundation with others, whether that be sweetheart, family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, et cetera, or their relationship, and I shouldn't say or, it's more of an and, their relationship with spirit and then life in general. And so I really target all those areas uh, because I think they're all critical in our well-being and our happiness and our joy in life. So I do that through books, blogs videos you know every medium i can find you're saying thank god for the electronic ones (laughs) (laughs) thank god for the techies they help us deliver this amazing work to the world but i also do it through personalized private retreats and small group retreats here on the beautiful island of maui so um, that's that's one of my faves i love having people come to maui and and really immerse themselves in the nature and the beauty and the message and the experience it's it's a delight.
1: Yeah, it's gorgeous. Eve's work is so soulful, and it's you know, in my estimation, in my experience, it's some of the most authentic work I've ever come across in my life. She, you're so down to earth. You make. Uh, all of this material, like I think we both try to do this, but, you know, can be so sophisticated or overwhelming or convoluted or heady, and you bring it down into practical terms so we can walk away with tools. We're going to be sharing some of those tools of Eve's with you throughout the program because um, you need them. You know, sometimes when we get overwhelmed with any of these areas of relationship, your relationship with spirit or the divine, your relationship with coworkers, your relationship with yourself, hello... And never mind, you throw in some intimate relationship stuff, and you're just a, a tangled mess. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly we both can relate. Even yeah. I did not just fall off the relationship because I' no. here. I <laughs> and,
2: and, and now, you know, the... I really believe and I hate to be a doom and gloomer, but I feel like we're in a relationship crisis because even our political stuff that's going on is a relationship issue. It's can we get along? Can we get along with people who have a different perspective, a different belief, a different way of doing things, uh, a different, in their mind, a different God? Can we all figure that out? It's, it's this relationship piece to me on the, Government level is just kind of a magnification of what's going on in our own households. Can we get along with a spouse who has a different religious belief or a different background? It's a really big issue, this relationship piece. So I personally feel like the work that we're doing and every minute people spend listening to shows like yours or soaking up information and practicing those tools, as you and
1: I both are passionate about the practice, really makes a difference on the whole planet. Yeah, you know, I'm going to jump on that train and and just uh, talk for a second about the way that our brains are wired. You know, I've been in school forever, and Eve has been one of my biggest supporters, actually, uh, really supported me going back to school. And so uh, there's so much new research out there right now, um, and it's very exciting. But one of the pieces that I'd love to share here is, that we're relational creatures, it's not necessarily new, but what we're finding is how intensely wired for survival we are as relational creatures. So I'm saying that because what Eve just said is a huge deal. There's nothing bigger than relationship. Everything is about relationship, and as you just pointed out, from the microcosm to the macrocosm, and it you know, brings in all those old spiritual principles or idioms, you know, as above, so below, if we can't get it together with ourselves or to the degree we struggle, makes sense that we're going to see all of that materialize in the external world, and, and Eve said it, you know, that's what's happening right now. We are seeing it um, to the nth degree, and it's kind of scary. Yeah? It is scary. <laughs> It's really scary. It's really scary. Well, we
2: don't want to scare the heck out of you here. But, you know, that's the truth. It is scary. And I do think that where we can do that whole kind of, you know, think globally but act locally sort of mindset even goes into our own homes because we can want world peace and we can wish for things in the Middle East or in Europe or, you know, in the big picture of things elsewhere. But then, when we narrow it down and narrow it down and narrow it down, if we have not achieved peace in our own households with our loved ones or our neighbors, and if we haven 't achieved peace in our hearts where we 're not even loving ourselves and we 're you know being mean and nasty to ourselves on the silent little barrage of commentary that 's where it starts, and so that 's where we can take responsibility and start
1: tackling this instead right. of just being in fear. Well, so how's this for a litmus test? And, by the way, if you're just joining us in Marianne Live, Eve Hogan is with us. Yes, we've got her back. We know so many of her fans are tuning in right now. And then some new ones are about to be made. We're, we're so grateful she's with us. The Eros Equation is the name of her latest book. We're going to be talking about setting New Year's intentions as it relates to relationships this hour um, but how's this for a context, everybody? Remember the old uh, Ram Dass expression? I, he's been accredited with this. I'm not sure. I haven't done my research on it, but we're going to give him credit for it nonetheless today. But he's uh, is quoted as saying, if you want to know how intact your spirituality is, right, your practice, how where you're at, um, go home and spend some time with your family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... Where we get the most lit up is where it really matters. So this hour, we're going to be talking about setting those New Year's intentions as a way to just turn our attention towards what about how we're moving through the world in relationship with ourselves, et cetera. Do we want to take a look at it? Do we want to take on for the year? How do we identify it? What does that mean? How do we stay with it throughout the year is what we're going to be talking about this hour. Eve, talk a little bit about, because you and I do this every year in our own ways. Mm-hmm. Tell us. If you will, uh, what was one of your most recent New Year's intentions, and how did you go about um, setting it? And let's also make the distinction between intention and resolution. Why not? Learn right. About it? So I haven't really sat
2: down and, and dived into 2016 yet. I'm kind of a put out the fire in front of me kind of girl. <laughs> probably be another couple hours before I go there. <laughs> right. But um, for 2015, one of my big uh, intentions, and and let's definitely talk about intentions and resolutions, but one of my big intentions for this year was to be more mindful about being uh, able to say no to what I am not really wanting to do or is not good for me to do just because somebody else wants me to do it or it would be not necessarily even good for them if I did it, but it might be. It's something they want me to do that is jeopardizing my own well-being. And I have been, you know, that's a boundary issue that has always been a little fuzzy for me. I want to caretake. I, I want to do what other people want me to do, and I want to make them happy. And I've realized that the toll on my life has been um, getting worse with time. And so I have really set that intention, and the way I've really monitored it is just in the present moment. And this is one of the things, because resolutions and intentions are so often fraught with, lack of success. I don't, I don't know so much about intentions being that way, but resolutions, we all, all typically set them and then we have this great uh, desire to make them happen and lo and behold, not too long into the year, we've just sort of given them up. In my experience, we, there, there's a lot of different elements to this, but we can't fix what we're going to do for the rest of the year. I can't tell you this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the year, but if I switch into this is what my intention and my mindfulness is for right now, In this moment, and then I keep being mindful in each moment, and keep aligning with that intention in each moment. Eventually, the whole year will have passed, and if I've been successful mastering the moment, I will have brought that change around for the whole year. Mm -hmm. And so, for me, that's been a really helpful thing: is to stay present to what I'm intending to do. You know, it's kind of a cliche example, but you know, when I live on the island of Maui, and when an airplane flies across the ocean. To get here from the mainland, my understanding is it's off course like 90% of the time, but it's constantly monitoring where it is in the moment and self-adjusting and getting back on course, back on course. And is able to find this little tiny dot, You know, we're the farthest, the most remote chain of islands in the world, and they're able to find us every time. <laughs> And it's my, my feeling that they just constantly are self-adjusting in the moment, and I, and I really feel that that's a really useful way to bring about a positive
1: um, change or transformation in yeah. our lives. That's so useful. What a great metaphor. I just saw it the whole time you were doing that, right, and, and then translate, translating that to your own self. You know, just having one or two kind of icky thoughts or da da da—it's like it starts to spiral you in a direction you don't want it to to go. So even if you catch yourself, just every so often, just keep yourself in check. I love that idea. I think that's amazing.
2: Go ahead. I have couples who come to me, as you know, for coaching, and they'll often come in, and usually by the time they come, one of them is on the way out, you know, just barely hanging on and just can barely stand the thought of doing anything more. But when they get some new tools and some new perspectives and some new skill sets and some new ideas... That moment where they go, okay, you know, they start to see that there's maybe hope and that they really haven't tried everything. But then there's that part of them, and I think it's the ego mind that goes, oh my God, I just can't do this for the rest of my life. And I say, well, then don't do it for the rest of your life. Do it right now. <laughs> and now, right now. And now, right now. Because when you start, you know, the ego mind gets freaked out about forever. And happily ever after and for the next 10 years, it gets freaked out by commitment. But right, but then when I ask those very sad people, well, if I could wave my magic wand and have you be divorced right now, do you want to be? Oh, no, not right now. Well, okay, if you don't want to be divorced right now, step into being loving with each other right now. Just for this moment. You can always go back to being horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you well, know, you have that option. It's amazing when what a freedom it becomes when you're only having to manage the moment. Mm-hmm. Because that's really the only thing we can manage. And mm-hmm. um, and once we step into that then a lot of change is possible. We let go
1: of the resistance. Mm-hmm. You know? I can love you right now. Yeah. I can, and now I can feel mm-hmm. that and then and then let's talk a little bit about And we are so committed to our position where right now what we want to do is be right. You've got some great tools for us. We'll get back after the break. We're going to talk about that control. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to give it away, uh, but stay tuned for that because we've got more skills, more tools coming your way. And, oh, yeah, we're going to make the distinction between setting an intention and a New Year's resolution. We're kind of alluding to it right now. Everybody sit tight. Uh, We're going to be back right after these messages right here on Marianne Live back in just a minute. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com.
2: Hi, I'm Katie Couric. I've interviewed world leaders, CEOs, and celebrities. But my most important role has been as a mother. I've worked hard to encourage my two girls to believe in themselves. Girls with high self-esteem are better prepared to navigate life's challenges. So join me as we empower the next generation.
3: This message was brought to you by the Alliance for Women in Media and made possible through the support of Dove and the Dove Self-Esteem Fund. Working together to help girls reach their full potential. To learn more, go to Dove.com. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com.
0: Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mary Ann Live. i got to say... I'm just feeling the love of relationship, friendship. I haven't talked to my good friend Eve uh, this long and long time. We have to do a radio show to actually spend time (laughs) with each other. It's just ridiculous. But I was just sitting here feeling, feeling that connection when you love somebody and you choose to love somebody like you were saying, Eve. It's a choice in this moment to continue to choose love, to choose love. Like, I was thinking, what makes our relationship, for example, so different from a relationship where I have uh, different feelings that come up, from my intimate relationship? A lot of people ask me this question, how come I'm having so much fun with my girlfriend or my so-and-so, but not this person over here. For, you know, there's the obvious way to look at this, right? That this, I don't have a history with you. When you make love to someone, things get even more vulnerable. I mean, there's some of the obvious material. Um, but let's talk a little bit about that, that those important differentiations. And then the, the kind of that power struggle and control we get into when we've got those intimate scenarios. And and maybe not only in the intimate relationship, you've. Yeah. Well, this is one of my favorite passionate
2: topics, Marianne, so this is going to be hard to reel me in on, I think. Oh I'm, I might get excited about this. Too. Go for it. You know, it's my personal philosophy, and this is really a lot of what the Aeros equation speaks to, is, is that we have basically, and this is simplified and I realize that, but two parts of our being that we operate from, and one is the ego self and one is the spirit self. And um, this is, a, again, simplified, but in my experience, the ego is the one that causes problems, but it doesn't mean to, and it's gotten such a bad rap because people think it's this bad thing, but if, you, if we learn to reinterpret it and we learn to um, be aware of that part of our being and what its intentions are, and rather than putting it in charge, listen to it and then... Take control from our spirit we find what i call soul illusions to the problem and so the way i like to reframe the ego is that it's uh, a protector and it's help bent on protecting us if it, it sees things and it goes ah there's <laughs> danger out there but the problem is and it's right sometimes there is danger out there and then we do need to protect ourselves and we need to be aware but the problem is is that what the ego always tells us to do on account of a something that sees or observes is the very action that will cause a bigger problem. It always does. So the, the metaphor I use is that it's like the, uh, the ego is like the little watch guy at the front of a ship, right? So we're a cruise ship, a relationship. Uh, we're cruising along, and the ego's like the little guy at the front who sees the iceberg ahead or a potential one and yells, iceberg, it sees something. It doesn't even know what it is, and starts screaming iceberg, at which point the captain, which is the soul, should go, oh, okay, got it, thank you so much. And now using the navigation skills, the wisdom, the intuition, the creativity, all of the things that the, that, that part of our being has available to it to navigate through those waters aligned with what we're tra- where we're trying to go. The problem is is that the minute we're not being observant or mindful and aware, the ego freaks out and grabs the steering wheel and starts telling us to do this, to do that, to do this, to do that, and it radically drives right into the iceberg while expecting the iceberg to move. And mm-hmm. um, So when somebody in our lives says something or does something, we start making up a story of what it meant, and we expect it to change, the other person to change, and all the things our ego tells us to do and say like either hold back or or charge forward or be mean or put that person in their place or be jealous or possessive or whatever it is the ego always sends us reeling right into the very thing
1: we're trying to yeah. avoid Give us an example, Eve. Um, I'm a really visual learner, mm-hmm. so let's play this out in a couple different scenarios for folks. If you're just joining us, just tuning in to Marianne Live, Eve Schner Hogan's with us. The Eros Equations, the name of her book. We're talking about um, kind of the dynamic where we get into a tension situation, a reactive situation in any kind of relationship, and then we're going to talk about how to set some intentions about addressing this later on. But uh, but even has got some uh, a great insight to this dynamic that occurs so naturally all the time in our lives. So, a couple of examples uh, right. just okay. to illustrate the. Theme. I'll give you kind of a silly one. It's like
2: uh, you come home and your sweetheart hasn't done the dishes, right? Yeah. That's like not that big of a deal usually, but it's something that happens. The ego sees this. The spirit just goes, Oh, the dishes haven't been done, huh? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the ego goes, the dishes haven't been done. What does this mean? And all of a sudden it starts yelling iceberg like, oh, it must mean he doesn't really love me. Oh, she's been doing nothing all day. Like it starts making up a story about what it means and often about what it means about our relationship and us. If he really loved me, he would have done the dishes. Now I come home, I see the dishes aren't done, I, I make the meaning that my husband doesn't love me and react to him from that place then we're going to hit the iceberg. We're going to suddenly have all hell break loose in our relationship over the freaking dishes, right? And it's because my ego sees the dishes, yells iceberg. And if I honor what my ego is saying, I'm likely to crash into that very thing that I don't want, which is for him to be not loving toward me because
1: I was not loving toward him. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it sure does. And some of us are coming out of that holiday swirl. I'm trying right. you know, Look, it's spending time with family. We get lit up, you know, like a Christmas tree. I don't care what your beliefs are, right, where you just come smack face-to-face with those core family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Like, God, every time I say something to my dad, I swear to God, it's like he just doesn't see me. He doesn't mm-hmm. hear me. And we just light up, right? That's mm-hmm. another kind of a scenario with our immediate family. Right. You talk about... uh This dynamic here Let's let's flesh it out A little more And in terms of Your control uh, Scenario Okay So so
2: this is a little bit Complex So hang in here with me But my experience is, Is that when we come together From a soul level from our authentic place uh, that we love is easy it's natural like we come together in relationship to love and be loved and that's that's just what the soul does but the problem is is that the ego which is trying to protect us gets a hold of that concept and it wants to help and so you know when you and it gets triggered by things like commitment it gets triggered by um changes in situations, and it gets triggered by, um, like, for instance, your ego will get triggered if you're you're dating someone, and you're just going on and hanging out together, everything's fine, then you start sleeping together, all of a sudden the ego goes, whoa, game changer, there's new rules here, or we move in together, or we start planning it, like a lot of people get engaged at the beginning of the year, between New Year's and, and Valentine's Day, and everything's going great, and they get engaged, and they're so excited, and then all heck breaks loose after that because all of a sudden the ego goes, wow, if we're getting married, I need to make sure they're making enough money. I need to make sure that they weigh this much, and I need to make sure that they wear what I want, and all this weird set of rules comes out that never was even at play before because all of a sudden the ego wants to help and the ego is trying to protect but everything it says and does causes this dramatic scene so basically the way i have experienced this working is that when my soul when my, but when the soul wants to love someone and the ego grabs onto it it says wait a minute i need to love you marianne I need to love you because I'm going to spend the rest of my life with you, so now I have to love you. It's not just that I do love you. And if I have to love you, how can I make sure that happens? And then the ego comes up with a solution that cracks um, <laughs> And we can talk about that more in a minute when we get uh, yeah, that,
1: but yeah. the ego will take us right into what we don't want to create. All right. Let's reel those egos in, everybody. Find your breath. <laughs> we we'll be coming back right after the break with Eva Schnerhogan hogan right here on Marian Live. We're going to set some uh, New Year's intentions together and uh, find a way to pick one or two that really serve you in your relationship with yourself, with the divine, and with everybody else right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
3: I'm sick of seeing everyone around me partnered, but not me. I'm pretty and smart, so why can't I find someone? I'm tired of being the single girl at the party and going home alone. I'm lonely and depressed and feel like there's something wrong with me. That was me venting. Now, I have completely changed my perspective to love and dating after I have discovered the book, Sexy Secrets to a Juicy Love Life. Proven tips successful women use that help them avoid frustration, unhappiness, and the worry they'll be alone forever. Soulmate expert Lori Abella, together with 29 other experts, reveals sexy secrets to a juicy love life. This is the book that you've been waiting for to end your singlehood. Order your copy of Sexy Secrets to a Juicy Love Life, available at Amazon.com now. And say goodbye to singlehood.
0: Shh, over here. More exhilarating talk, healthylife.net. Net.
1: back, everybody. We're so glad you're here joining us today, back again for the 11th millionth time. I think I'm, I'm maybe off on that. But anyway, Eve Hogan's in the house of Marian Life. Eve is talking to us. You're talking to us about your issues around con, uh, control and the way the soul likes to love and what happens when the ego gets in the driver's seat of that scenario and you're about to just drive this home for us. Right.
2: Yeah, so i just saying that the soul essence of loving someone through the filter of the ego turns into the need for control. So the ego goes, I know, I could love you, Marianne, if you just changed. And if you changed the way you dressed and you changed the way, kind of movies you watch. It has a whole long list. And now all of a sudden that essence of loving you is now feeling really unloving because I'm trying to change. You and control you. And so that essence of loving through the filter of ego turns into the need for control. And the flip side of that is that if you and I suddenly get engaged and I want you to love me, if, if I am authentically who I really am, you will love me. It's a very attractive quality. But when my ego starts going, oh my gosh. We're getting married. I need to make sure Mary Ann loves me for the rest of my life, for the rest of time. Then my ego goes, how can I do that? I know. I'll change me. And all of a sudden I'm operating out of a need for approval and trying to get you to love me. And both of these, the need for approval and the need for control, are like opposite sides of the same coin or opposite sides of the same magnet, but they are actually both ego, just two different sides. One is usually fueled from I'm not enough, and the other is fueled from you. They're not enough. They're both ego dramas that screw up relationships. So we just need to learn how to bring ourselves back into the driver's seat and put our spirit back in charge and learn to interpret the ego instead of.
1: Believing it to say, oh, thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. So, how this translates into relationship and your New Year's intention? Uh, not to worry. You can get a copy of Eve's book online or wherever fine books are sold. EveHogan.com. Um, anywhere else they want to check out aside from Amazon, Eve? it's no, Amazon's always the, okay. Yeah, it's everywhere. Place. Yeah, it's everywhere. Get a copy. Uh, let's turn the tide. Turn this. Let's avoid the glacier. Let's get out of the ego self here and and. Tap into our our soul self and see if we can't take a look at um, creating one or two intentions, Eve that uh, might help us throughout the year attend to our relationship with the divine, our relationship with ourselves, and our relationship with each other. So let's start by making a distinction between uh, an intention and a resolution. Alright, well for me I think, um,
2: and this may not be the way you would make a distinction, Marianne. so I'm curious your thoughts on it, but for me and this is one of the things I'm really passionate about is the difference between asking for something specific, which I consider to be sort of a resolution. I've already resolved what the solution is versus setting my intention on a certain creation or, um, and and I use this in the concept of co-creating with spirit, where when I pray and I feel like I need help for something rather than just offering gratitude, which is what I try to do, when I really feel like I need help with something, instead of saying, this is the solution, please help me create this, I really try to offer the challenge to spirit and say, so this is what I'm struggling with. Please help me find the solution. Um, when I do that, I am amazed. It's where the proof stories you and I always like to talk about. The magic starts really showing up in my life because spirit has better... Um, better solutions than I do, so for me, the setting of the intention is really about what what 's the target of the um, situation here like I, my intention is to create healthy harmonious relationship, not a resolution like um, you know or a Specific thing like some. I'm going to get married this year. <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more of a um, a feeling tone of what it is I'm trying to achieve, and then a, and often I do it. I don't know how you do it with an open heart for or something better or for thy will be done. Kind of an addition to that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm making sense, yep. but for me, an intention mm-hmm. is really um, mm-hmm. holding openness
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to how that will flow because I often don't see how it will work out. Mm-hmm. So, so it's is that more like a question versus having an answer and wanting to see more of the answer manifest in your life? It is that, and it's also... Um, it's
2: also, I'm really big on identifying the target as far as the quality goes. Not so much not so much like I want a job as a, you know, I want to get my book published or, you know, I want a job as this or that. Those are kind of goals that a lot of people set, and that's fine if they want to do it that way. But for me, it's more like I dig a little bit deeper, like what's the compelling why behind that. I really want my message to get out to the world in a bigger way. And it may be that a television show's next instead of a book. And my intention to do a book, you know, not my intention but my resolution to do a book May actually be interfering With what God's intention for me is Does that make sense? It, sure does. it so, so, sure does So for me I like to look at the underneath Compelling why of what it is I'm looking for And then hold that up This is what my target is And see how universal flow supports that Because I have been shocked Over and over and over again With the solutions
1: That spirit comes up with That I never would have Exactly Myself You know, that's really important. It seems like one of the most critical points is identifying what it is you're really longing for. For Mm -hmm. me, that's what I call an intention. I follow that deep inner longing, not that, you know, ego longing you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like what really, over time, uh, makes me feel fulfilled uh, feeling useful, for example, or mm-hmm. being of service in some really important way. Those are the things that sustain me over time. So my intentions come out of that deeper relationship I have with myself that I know are sustainable. So these personal kinds of intentions, I think, are, are definitely one, one place to start. Now let's take a little look over here to the relationship um, scenario mm-hmm. and how that translates. So, for example... You know, I know that I need to work on this, that, or the other thing. Maybe I'm very reactive, or maybe I'm wanting to um, find a relationship, keep a relationship, um, let go of a relationship, any of those things. Um, the same is true, you know, putting that out there and, and trying to align with spirit. But but how can we get some clarity, or is that even important, even, in terms of, like, the how we want that to manifest, or should we just sort of move towards, like you said, the general sense of something and then just wait for it and let it evolve
2: and I don't ever like
1: to say what everybody should do, because
2: some people may be really great with a specific way of doing it. But for me, the way I play it is often I hold my target, and I, I actually have what I call six essentialized skills, as you know. And the and one, the first one is to remember who you really are, or identify who you really are. And that's looking at what's that authentic essence. What are the qualities? What are my values? What do I admire? What do I what do I really want to embody in life? What who you know who am I? And who, what am I here to be? Like uh, the second one, and I'm not going to go through them all so much, but the second one is really identify your target. And for me, I, I like to look at it like almost like the, you know, like a bullseye target with what we really want to go into. What's that bullseye? What do I really want? And if it's creating healthy, harmonious relationship, that's what we want to align with every moment. We can talk more about that.
1: Yeah. We'll we be back, back right after the break. <laughs> don't, don't worry, don't worry. We're coming back. Yes, we want to be with you. We're in relationship with you even during the break. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back in just a minute. Right here on Marion Live with Eve Ashner Hogan.
3: I'm sick of seeing everyone around me partnered, but not me. I'm pretty and smart, so why can't I find someone? I'm tired of being the single girl at the party and going home alone. I'm lonely and depressed and feel like there's something wrong with me. That was me venting. Now I have completely changed my perspective to love and dating after I have discovered the book Sexy Secrets to a Juicy Love Life. Proven tips successful women use that help them avoid frustration, unhappiness, and the worry they'll be alone forever. Soulmate expert Lori Abella, together with 29 other experts, reveals Sexy Secrets to a Juicy Love Life. This is the book that you've been waiting for to end your singlehood. Order your copy of Sexy Secrets to a Juicy Love Life, available at Amazon.com now. And say goodbye to singlehood.
0: MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where. Relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about Core Certification Certificate of Responsible Relationships www.maryannelive.com Core Certification Learning Tools to Attract, Build, and Sustain Great Relationships Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area www.maryannelive.com The Positive Radio Network.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, it's so sweet to be here during this time of the year and thinking back to what our intentions were last year. Was I able to stay with them? What did I learn, what did I miss, what do I, want, what do I want to flop over into this year. We've covered a lot of ground this hour. Uh, Eve Eschner-Hogan is joining us. She's a relationship specialist, and she's helping us get some clarity on how we, how um, whatever is unique to us in terms of setting our intentions, how we can do that in a way that really serves us. Eve, just before we went to the break, um, you were talking about um, a way of cultivating uh, through your unique steps, uh, mm-hmm. you left us, uh, cultivating our, our upcoming, um, target. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were on target, but our, you know, setting our intentions. Inside. Right. And so, yeah, you left off at
2: target. Right. And so what I was, was sharing about that is that if we know that creating a loving, harmonious relationship is a target, or dissolving a relationship in a loving, harmonious way, um, co-parenting, whatever our target is, if we know that that's at our bullseye, then what we do is and and be mindful. And and you and I talk a lot about self-observation and self-inquiry and that process of being aware. Am I aligned with my target right now? And being mindful of that, and it could be anything, whether it's, it's weight loss, which is a big resolution or intention for the new year for a lot of people, am I in alignment with that? Desire right now? Um, If it's being more loving and kind, am I in alignment with that? Is it being in a healthy breakup? Am I in alignment with that? That inquiry of am I in alignment with my target is really powerful. And what I love about it is it overarches every minute of every day. It's not something we do and we set our intention and we visualize it for an hour in the morning or we do our vision boards and then we're done with it. It's really an every moment. Am I now in alignment
1: with my intention and my of what I'm trying to That's create? That's critical because here's the thing, and while you were saying that, it just popped into my mind. So here we are where someone would say, oh, I want to be in an amazing relationship this year. Okay, mm-hmm. But we haven't really taken a look at our relationship history. We haven't really mm-hmm. looked at what our skill set is. And then we just get disappointed and upset when here we go along and we just create a relationship like we did last time. Right. When we're not doing what you're in, in inviting us to do, which is to see what's really real and true for us, where are we actually? What is realistic based on uh, our awareness level, based on that self inquiry, right? Yeah, and it all comes back to responsibility. You know, you can want a relationship till the cows come home, but if you stay in your
2: house all the time, you don't date online, you don't go out where anybody can meet you. It's going to be really difficult to create relationship because you have to have other people involved. <laughs> You know, Oh, by the way, you know, one of the things I love to bring up in, in the concept of intentions and resolutions to Marianne is that a lot of times people come to me and they go, you know, I've made these resolutions and I, and they never get done. But then I look at their list of resolutions and I think it's really interesting to differentiate between process re, re, um, resolutions or intentions and, and product ones. You know, like a product intention or a product resolution would be, I'm going to have my book written by March 15th." A process is to have the house clean, and that's not something you get to check off because the minute you're done, you know, it needs to be done again. You know, it's like a constant start over thing. Um, weight loss and healthfulness um, my, or wellness is a process goal, so you never get to check it off. It's a an ongoing, ongoing thing. and relationship is like that too it's not i'm gonna and i think this is a huge mistake people make oh i'm going to get a relationship and i'm going to get married check mark and yes. it is not a product goal it
1: is a process goal wow, that's- Beautiful. Oh, my God, that's so important. Yeah. So, how can we keep in check throughout the year? Right? observe <laughs> Yeah, observe right? And keep that target in mind. Like, I love to use this target example, and since I brought up the dishes before,
2: like having, and that's such a stupid thing, the dishes, but having clean house or having the dishes done may be on my target, but it may be on the very farthest outer ring. When in truth, if I inquire, the core, the bullseye is first for me, it's living in integrity with my message, and then immediately around that are having healthy relationships with the people around me Mm -hmm. and so if i am getting my dishes done but i am compromising my integrity or my relationships in order to do that then i've missed my mark Mm -hmm. i've missed the bullseye and so i think it's so valuable if we take a step back and you can buy these bullseyes at you know the market at walmart or whatever ironically not you cannot buy targets at targets just so you know (laughs) at some of the other stores. So yeah, you could actually go get a paper target and then start thinking, like, what is my bullseye? And, and looking at realizing that, you know, financial wellness, health relationships, all of those things are typically really close to center, and they're all process goals. They're all process resolutions. Mm-hmm. And then those product ones that might be on the outer ring, they still may be important to us, but if we're compromising those other ones, we've, we've blown it. Yeah. And That's we're not going to be happy. Though
1: really powerful to yeah. look at that. And beautiful. And one thing I want to add as we're coming up to the top of the hour, Eve, is some of us work really well in tandem. Maybe you want to set some of these intentions with your partner. My husband and I do every January. We talk about our personal, um, process-oriented or targeted um, uh, ideas for for the coming year and then we have uh, our group intentions you know mm-hmm. what do we want for uh, both of us in, in all the areas uh, health wellness finances etc and it's really fun we have sort of like a summit we were inspired by another couple many years ago they actually call theirs a summit uh, and every january they um, sit down and sometimes over the jewish new year they'll do it um Whatever you celebrate New Year's, whether it's this January or whenever, uh, it's fun to do it with a partner. What do you think about that? I love that idea. Yeah. I absolutely love that idea. And I also love recognizing
2: that your partner is on your target. <laughs> Sometimes people think when I say you want to be authentic and align with what you want to create in the world, that they think I'm saying be selfish. But the truth is if my partner is on my target, there are times when, you know, I'm going to make choices simply because he's on my target. And it might not be my first choice of things to do, or my first kind of food to eat, or the first movie I want to watch. But because he's on my target, I may make that choice, and then I'm satisfied that it was my decision in alignment with my target of creating a healthy, harmonious relationship. That's beautiful. It, it's, it's a really. I love the idea of doing these together.
1: Yeah, me and, too. And because
2: one I'm, last little yeah. thing I like to really bring up to Marianne is that. When we are looking at changing things, we have to be really mindful of changing them with the energy we want to change, too. So, for instance, I'm not going to be angry anymore. I'm sick and tired of being angry. (laughs) As a resolution or intention, you're bringing all your anger and frustration to to the change, and it doesn't work like that. I actually went through a session with a woman the other night, and she was leading my group through it, my retreat, and she had us do a visualization where we love the one who is angry. We love the one who gets frustrated and depressed or, like, whatever it is, and really look at, can I let go of that behavior with love or embracing the behavior I'm moving toward in that instead of stepping into the anger, the frustration, the hurt, the depression in an attempt to get rid of it. Do you, do you yeah, follow
1: that? totally follow that. That's beautiful. Uh, how can we love that, too, I call it.
2: Yeah, so, like, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah,
1: just as a simple sort of uh, cliff note there. Uh, you know, everybody, for, for more loving guidance, just like this, the clarity, the tools, all of that, check Eve Hogan's site out, evehogan.com, for more information. You can get a copy of the Eros Equation right now. It's available wherever books are sold, uh, wherever fine books are sold, I might add. Um, it, we're coming up at to the top of the hour, Eve. and. Uh, that flew by so fast. What do we want to leave folks with today? I want to leave them with the concept of being gentle and loving
2: with themselves as they move into what they want. And and I say this because if my 20-year-old self didn't love her body and my 50-year-old self would love my 20-year-old's body. (laughs) I say that with love the person you are right now and love what you have right now while still moving toward what you want. Because I want to reject present in the search for the future yeah and we got to be
1: present to get those presents I always that's like. right Eve thanks so much for being with us we know you're such a busy busy lady and, uh, we're so happy, so happy to have you back here on the show thank you yeah we love you, Marianne. love you morning. happy new year happy new year and happy new year everybody happy new year's eve uh, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> oh, happy new year's eve <laughs> oh 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 Uh, getting a private joke all right yeah well feel it take it on breathe in and out uh we're coming up to the top of the hour here we're going to go to the break we're going to come back with the third part of our practice you breathe in you're grateful you're filled with eve eschner hogan's good tips you set your new year's intentions don't worry we're going to be right back for our wrap right here on marion live right after these messages Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com.
0: HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative.
1: Yeah, New Year's intentions, a lot different than we thought it might be, right? No more sweating your uh, New Year's intentions away. Oh, my God, what do I have to give up now? No, it sounds like it's about getting in alignment with what's really going on inside. Let's do it together. Let us know what your intentions are. Send us a a shout-out to info@marianlive.com for more information uh, about our upcoming shows uh, as well. Send us a little shout-out, ifgoatmarionlive.com. You can check out our new website. Yep, we've updated it, www.marionlive.com. We're expanding uh, because you asked for it. And uh, next week, Sarah Stover, she's going to be in the house, the book of she. Oh, yeah. We're going to be talking about all kinds of wonderful uh, divine feminine stuff right here on Marion Live. Uh, go do something for somebody else. Don't let them know you did it. That's a third-party practice here. I wish you every blessing. Until next time, Happy New Year, everybody. See you soon.